a second. Go for the command. Let's go now. I always say audio. Welcome to Wheel Talk, episode number 101 on Pistols at Dawn. Do a little housekeeping today. We have a new show on Pistols at Dawn coming out this week, Deep Tech Seattle, on SoundCloud and YouTube. We're going to feature some local techno, local electronic music, some live mixes, live podcasts, a lot of exciting stuff. Stay tuned. Fridays this week, first show for Deep Tech Seattle. have links to that in the comment or in the description rather also launched this week patreon support pistols at dawn through patreon you can check it out send us some dollars buy us some coffee buy us some beer get this uh get this party started that's a way to do it yes i'm colin and i'm here with matthew and this is wheel talk Let's start off with some news let's start man thank you yeah Wow, what an introduction. <laughs> Dude, okay. You hear this? Uh, I saw this KUOW uh, uh, news yes. story. I, saw, I heard this story earlier this week as well about parking. Should Seattle declare a war on parking? Absolutely. To fight I mean, climate change. Right. What's, what's this one about? Well, let's see. Well, as the downtown continues to move around, becomes bigger and more people move into the neighborhood. They want to think of decreasing the on on street parking. How much it, it says here? There are twelve thousand paid on street parking spaces in Seattle. Whoa! And that does not include private parking. And, right. So it doesn't include that triangle that you see in the middle <laughs> there. Right. Right. But right. the spots around it, it does. Yeah. If you're just listening on the KUOW website, it's this picture of. The Triangle Parking Garage in Pioneer Square. Lots of places to store your car. They sure are. <laughs> Man. Well, do you think cutting cutting those things out, the street parking, is the right move for carbon elimination? I don't know. It's interesting because um, the, the question is about the parking rates, but how much of that space could be used for people mobility yeah what do you get from eliminating um, parking correct somebody was asking what are the trade-offs what's the trade-off instead of storing a private automobile in the that public right-of-way all day we are now able to use it in a way where we're potentially thousands of people are getting on and off a bus well, there you go makes sense to me there you go more bus riders why more I cyclists wonder, it could be for bike lanes too I wonder why there's so much, I mean, is there a lot of revenue to be made with on-street paid parking for the city? Depends. Depends on how much there are. I mean, I they, guess. I guess there are some. They, they fluctuate, right? Like on Cuphead Hill, it's different. Yeah, there's different rates mm -hmm. for different neighborhoods. 
500 squares expensive uh which is where that that photo is on mm-hmm. the KUOW website parking hmm. prices are a burden uh is it a burden though if they then say okay well instead of this parking spot you get more transit but if there and it goes further to say that if there's no no bus then how do you get home how do you even get home then? so you're forced to drive you're forced to drive yeah you're almost forced to drive mm-hmm. i mean it factors into the commute uh the costs the costs are more imp- more significant to lower income workers yes lower income workers that have di- been displaced from the city yeah that have uh, to move in drive in been forced to move further away when yeah. okay so you take so it, it's saying here that then oh, yeah, you take them away and then they become more expensive but in return you're not getting those transit options that you need at say the early hours or late afternoon or late nights oh i love this I yeah love this graphic. oh yeah, yeah yeah how much is parking space 500,000 parking spaces most of them in residential areas not downtown so the the proposition is that downtown parking spaces will be repurposed for transit priority transit priority is the is kind of the what I, as i would, how i would sum up the the article yeah and then i think it's getting some feedback and carbon maybe popularity yeah i mean if you throw it under the umbrella of say let's we'll we'll do this and it will also decrease carbon emissions but is that how we get seattle is that is that how we get the city to be on board producing carbon dioxide Hmm. i mean we see the correlation between cars and emissions absolutely but is that why we need to reduce greenhouse gases by eliminating cars so i want to know what the argument is there's so many other reasons there's so many other better reasons to get rid of cars moving it might have an environmental benefit but the bike the bike lash the bike lash will be terrible but the backlash might be bad as well says the art uh who is this the traffic engineer from university of washington They'll pun- the drivers will punish elected officials. Is that what goes on in Seattle? They'll punish drivers you. punishing elected officials for removing parking. That's insane. Yeah, that is. There may be a case for for phasing out street parking. That means a better future with more options. Could you also say then that like smokers would then backlash against like non-smoking laws too? They have, but it's to the. They don't have any argument. Yeah, it's uh, very similar. You're gonna displace me where I'm smoking. Right. We don't. We can't smoke inside, so we smoke outside. So we smoke outside, and that's fine. You can't park here. There's an environmental benefit from removing smoking from indoors, <clears throat> and there the backlash from smokers might not be so bad. I mean, how many people, comparatively, ki- as as far as like killers go, how many more people that cars kill than cigarettes? Cigarettes. I if we gonna compare killers hmm. let's not compare killers yeah okay but <laughs> it's a great right. it's a great analogy or a mm-hmm. metaphor or whatever the hell we use to, to describe, describe things this. yeah okay um 
is bus lanes in place of all right in well, place you, of parking brilliant yeah. well if there's no street places, parking then you just pri- park privately what was the po- okay the tunnel's going to be closing yeah. for construction okay why don't they make third the tunnel third the tunnel yeah i mean if the tunnel's closed make third you know repurpose the detour like plan the detour route effectively for buses while the tunnel's closed no cars on third because we have to use that space for oh yeah because the tunnel's closed i think that was an idea for fifth it, it, it doesn't have to be permanent just or was it fourth just be intentional about it you know yeah. just be like it's only for a certain amount of time but make it easy for people to get around yeah well you gotta get rid of those parking spaces downtown yeah, to do right it. but that's uh it's never the first it's, the parking spaces seem to i, I still I want to hear some. There's no way you can send a bunch of community about this, about the drivers being up in arms and punishing elected officials for removing parking. Yeah, that's a harsh words. I love the title of this, by yeah. the way. Was the, the war on parking for climate change? There's just so many good buzzwords. Man. Right. There's war. Well, there's I mean, climate change. There's your seen... parking spot. <laughs> you've seen the was microphone fall over time. <laughs> many times. We've seen the same post. Should Seattle declare war on parking to fight bicycle change? Hmm. This is the first time. This yeah. Is so intriguing. Bicyclists, bike lanes causing traffic to move slower. Mm-hmm. This is a different, a new narrative. I like it. Yeah. And it's the same, the same counter argument, which is interesting. The backlash from drivers. How do drivers get so much power and privilege in this, yeah. in this city? Yeah. Well, oh man, I could relate to this to this article. However, <clears throat> so where I'm working at, mm. they would uh, monthly when I first started my first year, they would monthly give you a fifty dollars stipend to do whatever transportation needs that you. A lot of people use it to find their own parking spots. Mm-hmm. Well, somebody got pissed off. They thought, no, I don't need to pay for my parking spot. Um, you pay for it. So the company now pays for their parking spots. Right. Where I'm at, okay. But now they don't get you that fifty dollars stipend of paying for your transportation. So I guess I'm since I'm a cyclist and I'm not parking my car out there. Uh, you, don't need, other you don't need the benefits, so they don't. I have don't to get pay any you benefits. It. Yeah. Just be, so okay, right? That's not cool, right? <laughs> and uh, so you'd have to get a car just to get the benefit. You would, yeah, yeah. Right, privately subsidized. Parking. But since you don't need it, they don't. Well, maybe that's one way to, however, to say, you know, if there's no on-street parking, then maybe your job should just provide you a parking spot or provide you monthly, right? Like that's money to provide parking. Correct. If but you it should be. be fair for everyone. Yeah, or you can do with it whatever you want to. If you want to get like an Orca card or, mm-hmm. you know, some type of transit pass, then you can just do that. There's a there are a few businesses that are going out that go out of their way to I'd love to have them on some transportation people from some of the bigger corporations around here mm-hmm. that have dedicate they're dedicated to uh, um yeah minimizing their impact as an organization whether you know for good or bad I mean there's like the Facebook buses and right the shuttle the services it's like Sh- the, but shuttles go around. Yeah, it's like you got these private services that are necessary because mm-hmm. the infrastructure can't support the growth to the mm-hmm. desire to the mm-hmm. degree that it needs to. Yeah, that's a big gap. The fact you know, it's 
uh, it's responsible on the company's part. However, irresponsible on the city's part to make the companies do that or not incentivize that. I, I don't know. It just it's not fair for everyone. Yeah. Uh, I wonder, though, like on street it, parking yeah. downtown, if they just get rid of it all, then but if they, a lot it, of people won't be going downtown. But if they're strategic about where they get rid of the parking, if they make some streets just no parking. This is yeah. this like Denny. You don't park your car on the street on Denny. Pretty, pretty simple. Yeah, it's not saying that you should get rid of all of it. No, this be definitely strategic. strategically right. Eliminate um, parking. Eliminate certain parking places yeah. to enable mobility. Yeah, that's why people don't have to park. That there's no back. There's no need for a backlash. It doesn't have to be about the environment. Yeah. It, yeah. I'm actually really surprised. Elected officials say like getting rid of the parking on Second Avenue. Mm. Oh yeah, um, that that's really I I find that that's really great for those businesses along Second Avenue. But what's interesting is instead of yeah, it, but there's so many other instances where they've tried to incorporate parking with protected bike lanes at the detriment of all modes. Uh, I think about Broadway on hmm. Capitol Hill. Okay. You've got accommodation for all kinds of multimodal transportation. Yep. However, it's the the street space, the, the literal space is too small. The, the fact to, that they allow, they built places, they still like design the streets so that you could yeah. park your car along there. Because people were complaint because there was driver backlash. How did drivers get so much power? What do they yeah. do? Who's... Who are, how did they get that so much influence? Right. Paying car tabs? We know that they, they don't pay car tabs because they got all up in arms and backlashed about the those going up five bucks. Yeah. I think it was five bucks. I don't know. Yeah. And now people are pissed off that the streetcar yeah. isn't moving so efficiently or smoothly well, it's because it's stuck in the traffic. Well, because it's in the streets. Yeah, it's in the street. with the. If it had its own lane and there wasn't a parking lane, then it would be moving fine. Yeah. Hmm. Very interesting. Yeah. I don't understand why streetcars and bicycles must share, where it makes more sense for streetcars and regular cars to share. Yeah, why do they get the bicycles out of that equation? Like, streetcars and cars mix okay and can mix effectively. And. Yeah, it's basically a permanent bus. Yeah. Buses as well. I mean, like, put all the, all the motorized vehicles on one, in one place. Yeah. Well, I. I'm thinking about the First Avenue bus line or streetcar. Street oh, right, right, right. And how they're going to incorporate that into their, their – I feel like they're going to have to sacrifice by a car parking. They better – yeah. Is that what they're building right now along the waterfront? Is that what it was down to one lane? Are they making tracks? Is oh, when we were going down Jackson? No, we were going down uh, Alaskan Way. Oh. In front of like Edgewater. No, I think they're going to send the streetcar up First Avenue. Oh. Damn it. Yeah, you know that one. Oh, I know that one. Yeah. But we got Western for bicycles. That one's just, that one just opened. Bicycles. Western. Western. Yeah. I forget where that one is. Right, but underneath the market. Under the market. There's a protected lane. Oh. Somebody's knocking. Someone's hammering. Hammering away. Welcome to the, welcome to my hood. Always under construction. Oh, let's move along. Yes. <laughs> All right. Shared spaces. 
Oh, yeah. Speaking okay. of shared spaces, were we? Yes. Yeah, we were. We were. Public places. Yeah. Like streets and parks. and. I've been seeing some more videos. Parks. and It's on YouTube. Just like mm. looking about uh, shared spaces. What do cars and bikes and pedestrians, how do they all interact and stuff like that? Oh, it got me interested when I was in Tucson and they have that streetcar there. There's some great signs that show like bikes crossing over the it's a street sign that shows like a bike like falling into the into the into the rails like if you do if you you merge into it you're gonna like here's fall. your fate yeah basically showed you that on the sign anyway so i was like ah, well, I don't everything? This. Huh? oh yeah really ghost bike and everything no really like is there like blood on the sign because that'd be dope no but that'd be yeah that'd be a great effective. addition to it yeah effective <laughs> trigger warning for this sign <laughs> the sign is rated R. Just the Department of Transportation. <laughs> I think that's a, that is a bigger opportunity in Seattle than than we realize. Is the there is something to be said for autonomy. There is also something to be said for how much guidance a lot of people need. Hmm. I don't know if I can say that any differently. And me, but that's I think that hits it. Yeah. Yeah. Some people need more guidance than others. Yeah, go let them be free, but uh, I mean, is, some people are reckless, man. Some people are. We crazy. were talking about the cell phone thing, cell yeah. phone and cars. It's like that. <laughs> we brought it up. Yeah. Wow, we get real political on this show. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. Oh. Cell phones are like guns. <laughs> ah, oh my gosh. Hey, you're gonna use. You them. can't control them, but we're gonna use them. They're gonna. They're not going away. There's nothing we can do to get the phones out of the. Out of the people's driving's hands. Yeah. That's inevitable. The behavior is not going to change. Yeah. It's only going to get worse. So knowing people that we're not going to be able. so much. I get it. I loved my car when I had it. I loved, too. The, I loved it too. It was. But every, uh, the technology has enabled us the opportunity to. It's, it's essentially deprivatizing the car. And allowing it's just allowing more car sharing, enabling it. Sure, it's fairly unprecedented. Yeah, but somebody's making money from that. Oh, absolutely. Um, but as a cyclist, it's worth it for me to renew my driver's license when it's time. Yeah, because they're not for using the car sharing services. I don't own a car, I don't pay car tabs, but it's worth it to me to maintain my skills in driving. Yeah. Because I have the opportunity to use other car sharing services. You'll be using it. I mean, I use not it primarily. I, if I move, you gotta if I move, I'm going to have to get a car. Exactly. And I still know how to drive. Don't tell Tom that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer to bike everywhere else. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have a good place to store my car. If I had one, that's fine. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's a uh, strong car culture in Seattle. I'd love to bring someone on it. It's huge. It. I mean, I, oh, we talked about how we saw Subarus like when we first moved here. Everybody oh, had yeah. one. Everybody still has one. A lot of Subies. A lot of them. Hatchbacks. Mm-hmm. They're, oh, you got to be outdoorsy, but so you need a car for that. Oh, dude, the cars, uh, the cars are like the uh, marketing, um, like advanced marketing classes is like the car industry. Whenever because they, they, I mean, the, just like the cell phone industry sold us the sexiest things on the planet, 
they learned it from the car industries because they're I mean they're how else are you gonna get the are you gonna be buying a car every five years? Yeah, I mean, how else do you sell a car every five years, right? D- yeah, I mean That's a good point. they perfected the idea of selling shit you don't need. Mm-hmm. They yeah, put, dude, every time I see like yeah. every time I'm watching a, a game, like a football game so or something, so many ads, just all cars, and then they'll get like the Seattle background with the water. It's like that shot doesn't even exist. They're creating, they're creating then, yeah, this is your life with this yeah. car. Oh, yeah, I hate what I this it's my worst. The worst thing I've ever seen is uh, they put bikes in car commercials they're like yeah you can mountain bike out there and then you can take your bike and put it on your car and then you can drive home happy <laughs> <laughs> or you can just bike out there too and yeah you fun. just bike out there that's fun too mm-hmm. i mean taking the bike in the car is fun it's Granted, a whole yes. thing yes. yes it is fun but they're selling but you know the who car else? using a bike Zipcar has bike racks on their bikes or on their cars now good i know right adventure time yeah <laughs> <laughs> Cut away. Cut away to Adventure Time. Adventure Time. Oh, shared spaces, though. Ah. You had a point. I had a point. Can we share? Can we share the streets? We're sharing them for parks. The parklets are taking away parking. Yeah, they are. There's painting the pavement. Pac-Man Park. There's that Pac-Man Park. Summit. I dig that one. Yeah. Only one of the. It's got like one umbrella. Yeah. It just rains, and if it's not raining, it's just like sun in your face. <laughs> <laughs> so, what are you gonna do in that park? It makes it easier to cut through. Yeah, it's nice. It's like a big sidewalk anymore. Yeah, it's a huge sidewalk. Yeah. With some great artwork on the bottom. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Shared spaces. Let's save that for another day. We'll, we'll keep our uh, we'll keep our uh, finger on that pulse. Yeah, we'll, we'll keep coming back. Always. Right? Sure. Want to talk about a public safety hazard? Oh, do I? Warning. Warning. Public safety hazard. Controversial material. Content. Controversial content ahead. Yeah. Make sure. Are you, to... are you talking about helmet freedom? Yeah. Yes. Freedom. Freedom from helmet hair. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's a whole yeah. <laughs> Anyways, but I did a th- but I did a thing last summer where I, for most of my commutes, I just didn't feel like bringing my helmet because I spe- decided that it was. How long do you commute for? It's a six mile each way. It's about forty five minutes. Right. And I will. I'd say like ninety percent of it's on protected bike track. Pa- right. Pa- uh, protected bike path. Right. Off street. Sounds pretty safe to me. Yeah. I thought so. It was the middle of the summer. And yeah, is it it worked out well. Yeah. I mean it's perfect. Bike weather. Okay. Um, but is it a safety hazard for you to not to wear that? Possibly. It, whose safety? My safety. Who's in charge of that? Anyway. Me. Yeah, right. <laughs> and that that brings me to the uh the Seattle or is it a Seattle thing about how we're King, King County, County helmet law, where a lot is required that you wear a helmet. However, if you're drunk, mm-hmm. the, you, it doesn't matter. Like if you're drunk and you don't wear your helmet and you crash your bike, they don't care. Right. 
it's not if you're deal. sober and you don't wear your helmet and you crash your bike who's gonna get hurt you yeah who's gonna get hurt right you if you're drinking and biking if you're who's gonna get hurt you who's yeah me if you're not wearing your helmet and a vehicle runs into you and you get knocked off your bike who's gonna get hurt you yeah it's where you gotta like choose i feel like if okay so for yours your commute if you're spending most of the time on protected trails mm-hmm. away from cars mm-hmm. that's a little different than it you know driving with traffic too a little bit um there's a different risk definitely and Def- only because there because, are cars yeah, involved absolutely. if there weren't cars involved there would be way less risk and there are definitely points where I have to cross it where I do engage with traffic along the way, intersections or otherwise. Sure. In that spot in Fremont along 34th. Across the uh, bridge? No, after the bridge. Between the bridge and the Burke Gilman. Right. That's another missing link. Right, right. Unless, of course, you go underneath it. Wait, no. I, still I think work. I'm you supposed cross. to cross the street twice. So if I'm coming from the Westlake Trail or the uh, yeah Westlake, coming from there going up, aren't they expecting you to go left, go underneath the trail? Or they built that two-way little mini right, like it's supposed to make that left in the left turn box right there, and then go on under underneath the and then go the underneath trail. it, right? But I don't go to Ballard. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, but they want you to go underneath. But you can go right. <laughs> it takes so much less time. I know. But yeah, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> go east along there instead. Uh, east, yeah. Missing link. <sighs> Missing link. <laughs> Another one. So there was um, there was a call to action recently about the helmet law. Yeah. On the bike happy law, ha- bike happy mailing. List. If you're not on the bike happy mailing list, get on it. We'll link to it. I just signed but up. Bike today. happy Cascadia. Everything biking. Yeah, they got your politics. If you like your politics, if you like your events, if you want to work in the bike industry, oh yeah, job postings. I think uh, it's just fun to see what kind of jobs are available uh, in the bike world. Absolutely, I I mean, it's great that that exists. Yeah, make money fighting for the cause. Get paid to ride your bike. Paid to do it. Oh yeah, we were talking talking about a segment about people getting paid to ride your bike. If you ride your bike for Mm -hmm. money. Hit us up, wheeltalkseattle at gmail.com. Yeah. And we want to hear about it. We'll put you on the podcast. I'm really interested in... We'll follow you around. Any curry and... Curry in. We both, I love curry, but I love curry. couriers, <laughs> too. <laughs> Bike couriers. Like, yeah. That for, we both did that. But both yeah. did Postmates. That yeah. really started off the biking. But... I know Conduit's got bike delivery. Conduit coffee. Coffee. One There's. of the bike bingo favorites. Absolutely. Last two bike bingos. Very great. Very yeah. good sponsors. So, yeah, really be great. follow one of those guys around. One of our camera GoPros. Absolutely. Yeah. That'd be fun. I, oh, I told you about going to Boeing, but who knows? Oh, they do the bikes between hangers and stuff? Yeah. It's, right. it's such a big place. Oh, that's such a like huge. Fun. So if you know anybody at Boeing that rides their bike between hangers, we'd love to talk to them. Yep. Yeah. Tell me, how do you share that space with the, with the 787? <laughs> yeah, who gets priority there? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. 
Man. Size wins. Size. <laughs> or size probably. It's like T-Rex. And you're just riding around there. Hey, you're made for the air. What are you doing down yeah. here? This is my space. <laughs> Ever heard of a turn signal, buddy? <laughs> yeah. It's got the pilot sticking his arm out. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of reckless and stupid. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a new name for this segment, but could it, couldn't think of anything other than speaking of reckless and stupid we have we present to you now the fuck of the week and that is the i mean this is influenced by the lifter uber driver but it could be any driver i don't want to discriminate drivers (laughs) bad behavior if you're bad you belong on this you do and how do we do this how do we properly shame people we gotta call that number on the back yeah (laughs) it's not always an option no it's not especially in this lift uber world right um but they're all black cars like don't look at the it's the black car just look for the mustache and you're like oh man (laughs) that too (laughs) right yeah oh dude if i see a is that a little sign in the window i know like is that like car racism of sorts it's like if i'm judging them for the fact that they're getting paid money to operate their motor vehicle commercially through gray area i'm all for gray area however it's uh sometimes it's gonna be bad it's gonna be bad because somebody's gonna say hey a lot of those people who are doing that are actually you know yeah there's a very diverse group of people like oh that's not what we're talking about talking about bad drivers precisely anybody is capable of being a dumbass indiscriminate of anything if you're a person you can be a dumbass yeah i see a lot of what we're calling out a lot of people in their ferraris too just driving around like yeah i've also seen some people in driving around in their ferraris and like obeying all the traffic lights and stuff like obeying the rules like there's people out there that know how to share the road yep that's really what it comes down to there was one person that you we mentioned, we told the person, hey, you shouldn't park here. Oh, yeah. So this is around. where I'm getting it. The fuck of the week segment. If you can please. think of a better name for us, help. Please. Puns appreciated. <laughs> it's uh, this Lyft driver. Check out this motherfucker riding down Dexter. Which Dexter, if you're not familiar with Seattle, has... the north? No, I was heading south. Oh. Found on Dexter just at the bottom of the hill where the bike lane and the parking lane merges to become only a bike lane at about Aloha Street. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's some apartment buildings in the front front area where there's, you know, typically there's, there's plenty of parking, plenty of parking. There's plenty of short stop parking and drop off zones and a bike lane that is really safe. And I thought the side streets too. There's parking on the side streets for sure. There's tons of parking. There's bar- parking garages, private or otherwise. Yeah. Um, but Dexter is, besides Westlake Promenade, is one of the only <laughs> ways to get across, get over the hill. Anyway. Uh, As you're coming down the hill. Yeah. So I'm coming down the hill. Going, uh, the parking lanes are ending, and... This uh, Lyft slash Uber, any driver, your uh, what, passenger pickup. What does the Onion do? They, they do like, 
Area man. Area driver. Area. Yeah. Seattle driver. We'll typecast them that in some way. Anyway, fuck of the week. Seattle driver. Mm-hmm. Working for hire with the flashes on a stop right in the bike lane in the quote space in front of the last space before the parking space is ended and it becomes just bike lane. Oh yeah. It's like a big bike lane, like a triangle oh. triangular bike lane. Yeah. And you know it's tough because cars are like zipping past and you gotta like look over your shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. So you're looking to your left, there's for cars. Yeah. Checking the right for the parking. And the person's just stopped there loading up bags. Just taking right taking in the their client to the airport. It's only for a second, Colin. And it's only for a second. <laughs> and that's fine. And, you know, yeah. I, my, I've my i spent probably the last year at least just, like, trying to figure out how to handle this situation, yeah. both for myself. Like, what's the best way to deal with this as a person? Yeah. How do you call it out? And do you call it out? Is, like, see yeah, something, say ro- something. What's my, what's my position here? Right. And it's I've seen some really terrifying reactions. To the point where I'm wait there's gonna be I'm gonna see a gun in my face, probably. Cars follow you. I I don't know. It it could escalate. However, this last one did not escalate. It actually got kinda kinda funny. Got really awkward, but kinda funny. So they're like loading bags and he can't get the trunk to close and he's like, Is this happening right now? And I'm like talking to him about why he's asking him why he stopped at a bike lane and how it's really kinda inconvenient for me to like Was this guy in the car or was he a- He got out of the car to help the person load their oh, luggage okay. into their because that's how you work. He's working the tip. Yeah. I get it. Uh so I've got, you know, his customers and this driver's like full attention. I'm waiting for them to finish up what they're doing. I didn't have anywhere to be at that point, but I was just like saying how I wanted to get home and I wanted to use the bike lane and yeah. uh, I could tell that he was things were starting to heat up. He's like, Is this he's like, Are you really doing this to me not right now, bro? And I'm like, Yeah, I, I fucking am doing this yeah. to you right now. Serious. I forgot my helmet today. My fault. Right. My bad. You're parked in this bike lane. I don't think I should re- I'm gonna wait. Yeah. You, you're almost done. It'll be fine. I'm making this decision. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's getting really awkward because you can't close your trunk. <laughs> and these customers are like, what's this dude doing? Talking to-? I'm like, I'm just waiting until you're done so I can safely continue along the, along the journey. Right. And I think all three of the people involved took something home. Like they were, they were like, they're going to hopefully look at bike lanes different. Yeah. I mean, get onto that plane, get off in Nebraska. Who knows? Be like, <laughs> <laughs> be like maybe there should be a bike lane. <laughs> yeah, or that, or that Lyft driver is gonna like think twice before stopping there again. Who knows? Yeah, that too. But that's what is so interesting about the taxi versus Uber Lyft debate. Any car for hire has to get a commercial driver's license mm. to carry passengers. Mm. And they're more held, they're held at a higher accountability, I think. I think. Yeah. Someone the cars, me if I'm wrong. The cars are insured Please. by the cars are cab insured. company. But that is also your mm-hmm. cab. Mm-hmm. Correct. That you take care of. You also drive that like every day. And there's regulations that have been put in place and the cab I mean, industry has had to operate under forever. 
Yeah. And there and there's other people that are doing the exact same work that aren't subject to the same rules. Yeah. So the cabs are held to a high standard. As they should be, because they're commercial drivers or yeah. limo drivers. Any <laughs> live standard transport situation is presents a whole if you're working if you're driving for money you're just if it changes your mindset yeah i i mean it's it's very obvious to me when you're when you're biking that mindset i understand and when you're you know if you're biking for money you're in a different mindset oh absolutely i was gonna say that i was gonna say when i was when i was biking (laughs) i didn't give a fuck sometimes if i were doing that with a car i wouldn't give a fuck right like i've been i feel like i can honestly say i've been in that situation to where yeah i would have no problem biking up blocking a bike lane for just a second because it was convenient for me if i didn't have any other scope for my reality like if i didn't realize that there was an impact on cyclists Hmm. but i do because i realize yeah, I mean it's changed my mind. I just, oh, but how too. do we do? How do we deal with it? How do we you definitely have a get the word out without being dicks? Somehow get them to ride a bike. I don't even confront. I mean, it'd be great. Same I'd thing. love if they would ride a bike, but it's like telling us to get a car <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't work. Yeah, like it's funny. It's, it it's is. It is pretty good. So. <laughs> All right. That's not going to help. So that's it. That's my fuck of the week. Well, it turned out to be an okay experience, I think. That's but, good. Uh, Perhaps some lessons were... Lessons were learned by all. Learned. That didn't escalate. The de-escalation port portion was where I was particularly impressed. Yeah. Where it went from, are you fucking serious right now, bro? I'm like, yeah, I forgot yeah. my helmet. I messed up. Which is something I learned from some Jordan Peterson psychology. Anyway, uh, I'm just really addicted to that right now. Oh, good yeah, stuff. I got it. Good. Yeah, got to check I it out, man. Okay. I just got the, I just picked up his newest book and I'll let you know. Yeah, anyway. let me know about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I could see it escalating and I didn't want it to escalate. So and the DX escalation was. My, it was out of my was my intention. I was mm. intentionally de-escalated by saying, "Hey, man, I forgot my helmet. Yeah, I messed up too. I'm a vulnerable human being, but here's but that lowered the it broke the tension enough to give him a chance to see where I was coming from. Sure, that's good. And staying, yeah, and just staying chill and like making jokes. Well, it was, it was like, yeah, it's getting awkward because while you're waiting. Yeah. yeah, It's like, that sucks. Your trunk's not closing. Like, I'm not getting mad. It's just, this is, it sucks that it's getting even more awkward because of what you're doing. I couldn't have planned that better. You know what I mean? Like the long, the more awkward this is, the better it is for me because the more memorable it's going to be too. Exactly. It's going to be like, and that's where the stand up comedy thing kind of came in. It was like, let's play this out. I wonder if anybody caught that on tape. Because <laughs> that would have been real funny to play for you guys. Um, but yeah, no, no, no. How was his demeanor when he left? I don't know. They took off Seemed and they okay. went to work. I think so. Like I saw him turn. They would probably go to the airport. Right. Like, right. The daughter hugged her mom and they took off. And the daughter, yeah, she's got a story too, which is funny. And they right. they were speaking. Um, they spoke in a different language to each other. 
mm-hmm. about something at some point, but I, I don't oh, know. Oh, Seattle International fame. Yeah. Yeah. Great. <laughs> Way to send him home with a great ending. Uh, yeah. There, there was just so much good. So, yeah. The situation could have gone so much different. and But again, it gave me some insight into how we can work. It gave me some glimmer of hope for how can we deal with these fucks. I don't want to call them fucks, but that's what they are. Yeah, because if you just, like, match their anger with yours, then yeah. nobody's going to... I mean, we're, we're nobody's going to... Everybody's going to be pissed. And right. They're just going to intentionally forget about that later. Uh, yeah. I mean, I've been in the car before where if some bicyclist was in my way, I'd be pissed kind of thing. But that's that was in a different place this is not where we live right now we can do better we can all do better yeah we can yeah there's ways either design a street whether it's street parking if it's an engineering problem being nice to one another i think it's all of the above yeah it's being thoughtful i almost hate those um load zones though on 12th avenue Mm -hmm. because then people are just like coming in and out very similar situation i thought about having like load zone stretch I thought that was a good idea. This way people would go to the one space. But now I'm just finding out that they're not even trying to get into the load zone. They're just random. They'll just rather just sit in the, in the bike lane instead of just like trying to yeah. get closer to the curb. It's, um, it's completely what I thought it was going to be. It's like, yeah, it, it's very interesting. It's like, if you give them a place to go that's too small, yeah, it's not, it's not suitable, no. but in the intentions there, like I get it, but, it's not adequate. No. Maybe I mean, it, it, it picks people. I mean, people get picked up and dropped off like they're supposed All the to. Time. Yeah. But I mean, it's just not the right way. Like the Pike Pine Corridor debates. It's like, what are we going to prioritize? Mm. And should we have traffic on there at night for safety? I love like, this one. I love it that Pine already has a two-way bike lane oh, going yeah. up and down. And the options for public comment I remember seeing where, okay, either having Pine be a no-way bike lane, having it be a one-way going down Pine and then one-way going up Pike, or two-way okay. going up Pike. I thought, why even get rid of any of the Pike lanes? Like, just make more of them instead of getting rid of them. Or prioritizing, if it's it's still the based on the piecemeal mentality. You know what I mean? There's no cohesive network of bike lanes. No, there's not. <laughs> and that I mean, kind of like the thing in Fremont. It's like all of the protected bike lane in the world, I can, you know, but that one part, part of Fremont where I'd have to wear a helmet is where I get hit. Hmm. And it's like, should I have to wear a helmet the whole time because of that thir- section on 34th where I have to transfer? Yeah. Or can we just make a cohesive network? Yeah. Vision Zero. Addition by elimination. Right. <laughs> um, Which is too bad. Isn't that what that uh, Roosevelt kid was proposing? He was designing streets. I didn't see that, but I, I didn't see, to I see it. I saw the post, but I pulled it up. Uh, yeah. He, I don't know if he. Uh, let's see. Some bike happens. This high schooler, yeah. from what I get the gist of it, this high schooler designs a street next to his high school that looks quite friendly. Imagine that. Yeah, as if he would know what his <laughs> high school needs. Come on. Oh, it was, I think, last week's episode. I know you could go to 
seattlebikeblog.com yes. and find it. Um, we could hire someone to look up this stuff for us. Yep. And find a volunteer. Volunteer. <laughs> That's what I meant too. by hire. Yeah. Oh, uh, Seattle bike commuters are the fifth most badass. Oh, yeah. Can you click that? I didn't see that. Okay. Needed me to subscribe. <laughs> Mine asked you to subscribe. <clears throat> of course it is. Can we just put in our email thing. address? Ad locker detected. <laughs> Sorry. We'll do it later. Anyway. Yeah. Teeth chattering. Yeah, we don't have snow. Yeah, so that can't be the worst. We can't be the most badass if there's no snow around here. Mm-hmm. There are hills and there's rain. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So much and there's rain. plenty of darkness. This kind of looks like Seattle, though. Kind of. Just a bike. Nah, maybe it's kind of Chicago y. It's got a Chicago vibe. Anyway, the rain. That'd be quite the. the scene all seen those riders. Bravely riding the. What are we talking about? Where's that kid's design in streets? Any other yeah, events coming up this week? We got Yeah, we do. We got some events coming up this yeah, week. Yeah, Wednesday. Wednesday, we just found out about the Stoked Spoke series at the Rhino Room. Where's that? Capitol Hill? The Rhino Room, yeah. I think that's on uh, 11th and Pine. Oh, right. Okay. Right, right across the street from Cal Anderson. and Right behind Rancho Bravo. Okay. Rhino Room. Right on a bike lane. Yep. Uh, yeah, there's a bike lane next to it. <laughs> parking. There's um, parking outside. I've parked my bike outside there overnight before. Nice. Yeah. So I've been there on multiple occasions. <laughs> Only for the bike, though. <laughs> it has nothing to do with ride room. <clears throat> no, I've been there once. <laughs> on a separate occasion, though. <laughs> anyway, we uh, found out about this today at the warehouse sale. Matt, you got some parts at the Bike Works warehouse sale, didn't you? Yes, I did. I'd like to use these parts for a fixed gear. Mm-hmm. Your fixed gear is quite inspiring, sir. Oh, hey, thanks. It's a lot of fun to ride. It looks like it is. You just climbed Alaskan today? Yeah, that wasn't so bad. It hurt, but it wasn't so bad. It, it's as long as I remember it, but not as steep as it, it seemed before. Yeah. But it was still a hell of a long climb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, climbing on a fixed gear is definitely different. I, I'm excited to put straps on it. I couldn't find any pedals at the warehouse the other day. I was looking for pedals, but right. we've got an opportunity next week. Next Sunday for the bike swap cascade. Where's that? Magnuson Park? Mag- Magnuson Park, yes. Way up towards the north end of it, of Magnuson Park. Mm-hmm. More vendors. There's like $5 cover charge and stuff. Yeah, more like vendors. That. Probably even better quality stuff. Oh, yeah. Just there's because like it's like a once a year type of a deal. I mean, it's a cover charge. But Bike Works is going to be there with all the stuff they didn't sell at their warehouse. <laughs> Which they had good. a lot of carbon fiber forks. A lot. Like threadless. Oh, plenty really? of threadless carbon forks. It, I saw you um, had that like matte black one with the uh, silver. Yeah. And there's like eight or ten of those. There were. But they look kind of small. They look small. Definitely. Well, they're threadless too. I don't know what. Sorry, bike folks. I don't know what that is. Oh, I'm learning. I'm learning about it. We don't have that. So we have quill stems right now. Quill stems. Mm-hmm. Like the internally threaded. Yes, those ones. Mm-hmm. That's all I know how to mess with right now. Right. But the threadless is easier. I think the Somebody turned me on to threadless. Ours is like ribbed. Not like the 
ecstasy trojan. <laughs> Do you even know what you're saying, Matthew? Yeah. Okay. I want the ones that where you don't feel anything. <laughs> Are we talking about On the handlebars yeah. still? Yeah, of course. Forking. Forking. Practice safe forking. Go threadless. Go threadless. With your forks. Anyhow, bike swap. Yeah, so there's going to be some good stuff there. I'm going to bring some if you know what cameras. That is, you can get it. Pretty cheap. We'll bring some cameras. Magnuson Park. I'm going to be looking for a frame there. Yeah, you got you got some good stuff. What you it's going to have to be a frame that fits me, too. What did I get? Oh, oh yeah. Let's you, check it out. Yeah, grab your stuff and check it out. <clears throat> okay, okay. And, uh, well, the, oh, you got it right here. You got it right here. Okay, I'm going to have to grab that. Nice. Well, why don't you tell them about it? I'll grab it. All right. Tell them about, about it. Tell them about it. Got a front brake, lever, lever, whatever. It looks easy to install. Got all the parts, all the components. This way, you know, while I'm still learning, I still have a brake, safety brake. And it seems small enough and at a nice tilt. I feel like it's gonna be great. Let's bring that in here. Oh yeah, let's get a close up. This was all on its own. It's called the Orphan Bikes, bike parts. But it doesn't have a partner. Doesn't mean it's orphan. It's just single, single and ready to mingle. <laughs> Look at that thing, fresh. Okay. <laughs> what else did you, did you tell them about the seat? No, I haven't yet. Okay. All right. The seat is, I don't know. It's got this thing in it. Ooh. I hope that's gonna be nice and airy, airy, but. Seems cozy enough, in good shape enough too, mm -hmm. and I like a firm seat. Because <laughs> hopefully you're not sitting on the seat the whole time. Hopefully you're pedaling most of the way. So incentive to be on your pedals right here. Look at this. Mm -hmm. I had a comment about that one. Look at the. Is it carbon? <gasps> no. Okay. It looks like. Looks looks metal. like a solid, solid. It does look solid. Actually. So you got a brake lever and a seat. Brake lever and seat. What's your total total investment? Oh, in total investment gear? five dollars for the two. Five dollars for, for both. And that's. And do you have any other parts that you're considering using for it? Uh, my neighbor donated two. Uh, wheels, frames. Nice. To me, they're purple. Nice. And uh. 32 spokes, which is what my rear hub is, and it's a single gear with the switch. It has the option for both okay. for the freewheel and for the. Did you get? Gear. I think you got a similar silver one, to the one I have. Similar to yeah, yeah. Yours has the double option too. Mine's yeah. actually the black option. Oh, it's like nice. black color. Did you get it at the Bike Works? Yeah, sale too. A couple yeah, years ago. A couple years ago, and it smooth. The inside seems smooth. Oh so. yeah, brand new man. It was yeah, it was right. a brand new hub when. I was picking them. They had that. They had a few of those hubs as well. There anyway. today they did. Today they yeah yeah yeah. yeah no. So sick. Sunday I got to take that the hub with me so I can make sure that the, that the yeah the hubs and, oh, whatever. It is. So the, the important thing about fit. Yeah, the important thing about the flip flop. I was thinking about it. It's like if you can you can put or the. To make sure that it's a fixed gear is when it has the two layers of thread. Mm. So there's like a thicker or a bigger gauge 
yeah. on the inside, and then the outside there's a smaller gauge, and that's where your lockering thread's on. Oh, I see. And it's a reverse thread typically. Oh, dope. Okay. So yeah, that's what you, that's what you're looking for. And I'll look closer. Um, what about for the frame? For the frame, you're sure just that gonna the, that the hub fits in there. I mean, I yeah, it's mostly like big enough. As long as it's about the same size as your frame, it'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going millimeters yet. No. I need to get one of those measuring sticks first. I mean, measure your frame and then get it within a few <laughs> centimeters of that, you'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, but there's a there's definitely a w- standardized way to measure your frame. Yeah, most come in like what, like 57 or 59. Yeah, 59, they're measured in centimeters. What I'm looking for. But as far as like where you measure from, along which tubes. Oh. But I think. That's accessible on the interwebs. Mm. If I could also find one that has a fork attached, that would save me some trouble. Yes. Yes. Mm. Or if you find a bike that's donated to refurbish. Yeah. Oh, that'd be great. I could complete bike with parts on it. That's how I got... That's my dark blue bike, Iceberg. Iceberg, right. Yeah. It had all the parts and components ready to run, but... Well, I mean, it was different plans. Yeah, well, it stripped most of them off. <laughs> For real? Oh yeah. I all the, the whole drivetrain. The only thing that is original on that frame is seat, post seat, and front brake. Is that so? Yes. Wow. Everything else is different. I think. Hmm. Yeah. Anyhow, bikes are a lot of fun. Yeah, they are. Uh, Got some builds in the, in the future. So I'll show you around. Yes. So we're going to cover this Wednesday, January 31st, of the Rhino Room Stoke Spoke series, which is, we don't know too much about it, but we found out, we met the person that's going to be presenting at the Bike Works Warehouse sale, and they seem pretty cool. Yeah, they mentioned that it's going to be adventure cyclists sharing about their adventure cycling. And maybe a slideshow form, or who knows. Well, right. Be speak for him sounds like <laughs> something i'd be into yeah me too what time does it start Six thirty or seven so, that's, that's what i remember on facebook six doors open at six thirty. presentations from seven to nine perfect this season's dates series. are january 31st february 28th and march 28th About five a bucks at the door yep interested in sharing your routes please apply on facebook blah 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 Good stuff. What else do we got? Any other? We got the, and then we'll be uh, hopefully on location at the uh, bike swap if that camera comes through. Oh, I'd love to. Yeah, talk to uh, Mike at Bike Works too. Yes, we did. He's interested in being a guest on Wheel Talk. Yeah, I won't disclose much about him until we talk to him again. Yes, but yeah, the he good seems news like is we will, we we've got some ideas. We're we're gonna be reaching out to more people for guests and segments and yeah, good yeah, we're gonna be out there searching for guests. If you want us, you know, Hit guest us yourself on here, we'll talk Seattle at gmail dot com. Yes, all links in the description because we know how to use social media. I think still working. Yeah, we're we're learning. Learning. Still learning. How do people do the hashtags? That's still a all the, all a the hashtagging and I've been talking. What time are we at? We're like an hour. An hour in. Ooh. Man, it goes by quick. 
Sure does. Should we wrap so it we up? got the yeah we had the upcoming events, uh, everything everything we did. Check us out on everything Patreon. I wanted to and more. Check out Pistols at Dawn. Stay, look out for Deep Tech Seattle on Friday. And and thank you. And uh, we keep keep, keep watching. Keep, keep a wheel. Yeah, keep a wheel. Send some <laughs> send some stories, man. I want to hear I want to hear about your fucks of the week, but not don't make it dirty. And you can make it a little dirty, but want to. don't, don't know about, not really violence. Yep. Maybe violence. That would be a good story. We can think of a different name for fuck of the week. <laughs> it's still got to convey that same. Yeah. Why yeah. do you got to do this now? Why are you here? Yeah. I'm usually not pro vandalism, but destroying something that they love, which is their car. They love a lot. It really hurts their feelings. Yeah. I don't know. Give I don't us like having one. that power, but Dan should share his. Yeah, we'll head up Dan. Dan's gonna be a guest soon. He said mm-hmm. he agreed. Great, great. We got one guest signed up for sure. Looking out for more coming this week. All right. Okay, signing out. Signing out. We'll talk.